and the neurosurgeon said, you've basically got two years to see whether you're going to improve and then you're essentially, after two years, that's pretty much as good as it gets. You can expect to sort of stagnate after that. So I've missed out on over a year of possibility to heal with professional input, which I'm never going to get back. That's a hard pill to swallow. Hello, I'm Zoe Fox and you're listening to the Curl Squad's Curl Power podcast. I hope you are doing well, Curl friend. I hope you've had a good week. I tell you what, mine has been mind-blowing. Yeah, this isn't exactly the episode that I'd planned, so normal schedule shall return next week. This one is just a little bit off the fly. Um, Just to tell you a little bit about what has been going on the last few days, my mind is just like, feels like a glitter ball inside my brain at the moment. I'm finding it quite hard to focus. I didn't want to not deliver an episode this week. So I appreciate you for being here (laughs) and listening to this random, yeah, this random one. So I've always had a bit of a, bad habit of just struggling on at times when I really could have done with asking for a little bit of help or just expressing how I'm feeling. If you're a regular listener to the podcast, you would have heard about how I've had my struggles with mental health over the years. And in going through some of these challenges, it sort of turned me inwards a little bit. Like I... (laughs) I didn't really like to worry people. I didn't ever want to be a burden. I didn't think, you know, that it would be fair for me to offload all of my emotional baggage onto people. So I just used to suck it up. And I suppose pride was a great aspect in a lot of that as well, which is just ridiculous. Because let me tell you, pride gets you nowhere. It really does. (laughs) And it's like, I've always tried to put a smile on things and Yeah, much pain has been hidden behind many of those smiles, I can assure you. But this time it's different. It's not just me. I'm a mother now and I've got a little human that I'm responsible for. Being strong and proud is not helpful for her. And being strong and proud is not helpful for my husband because the last year has been a real challenge. If you're listening to the podcast for the first time, I sustained a spinal cord injury last year. There's another episode that I recorded in the earlier stages of this podcast that will tell you all about that if you want to go and check that out. But the last year, coming out of hospital and then into a global pandemic has just been, it's been an experience. (laughs) Let's put it that way. Um, Being isolated from our support network, I haven't been able to access the, the rehabilitation support that I need to help me to build back up my life after this spinal cord injury we've been here trying to do the best we can with a two-year-old you know it's been a lot I owe so much to my husband and his incredible support and to my family as well who have just been incredible but sometimes things are bigger than just you do you know what I mean sometimes it takes a village and a community to come together to help to uplift people when they're going through you know, the hard times. And there's so much negativity in the press. It almost makes you lose faith in humanity. But actually, you know what? Most people 
want to help other people. Most people, I'm sure if it comes down to it, want to do things to support other people. It's human nature, isn't it? Well, it certainly is for me, like community and support and uplifting people. That's just what I'm all about. And the last, what, 72 hours or so has shown me just the kindness of humanity. So a few weeks back, I spoke out on Instagram about how I've been struggling, actually, and how it's not all sunshine and rainbows, despite how things might appear on Instagram. You know, living with a spinal cord injury is hard. It's a challenge. There's lots of things that come with it. You're dealing with pain. You're dealing with um, altered sensation, impacted mobility, bladder issues, bowel issues, not forgetting the psychological impact and the fatigue. So I just wanted to do a little bit to be transparent about that. So I spoke a little bit about it in my Instagram stories. And off the back of that, I had a couple of conversations with people. One of those being my wonderful friend, Ricky. She is, yeah, she's incredible. I spoke to her about how I was feeling and how hard things were. And she was like, you don't have to do this alone. Like, we're going to set up a GoFundMe. There's people that want to help you. And I was a bit like, oh, I don't know about that. I don't know if I'm entirely comfortable with that. Again, you know, the pride kicks in, doesn't it? So the GoFundMe was set up and it's set up to help me to access some of the treatment that I need privately that I haven't been able to access via the NHS. So stuff like physio, acupuncture, hyperbaric chamber therapy, a gait assessment, a mobility scooter, orthopedic chair. Basically several goals were set up to help me to access things that are just going to help my life to be easier. And to give me half a chance of healing, like I've missed out on a whole year of vital rehabilitation time. And the neurosurgeon said, you've basically got two years to see whether you're going to improve. And then you're essentially, you know, after two years, that's pretty much as good as it gets. You can expect to sort of stagnate after that. So I've missed out on over a year of possibility to heal with professional input, which I'm never going to get back. And... That's a hard pill to swallow. But what's happened now in the setting up of this GoFundMe is that funds have been made available to me for me to be able to access this treatment finally. And I'm so blown away. So before the injury happened, I'm self-employed project manager. My husband, he works in the music business, which has obviously been decimated with COVID and the impact of that on the entertainment industry. So... Yeah, my projects had to move on, so I lost my income and it just meant that accessing private treatment was just not even an option. And it just makes me really sad, actually, that there's going to be so many people out there that are in similar situations. They've been let down, unfortunately, by the NHS, and I love the NHS. The NHS has saved me from becoming paralysed and it's helped me on so many occasions. And this is by no means a dig at, at the NHS it's just a consequence isn't it of the time that we're living in with covid and the impact of that on everything and everyone so yeah god bless the nhs but unfortunately it's just not able to help everybody at the moment so there's a lot of people out there that are struggling and are suffering and have just been left in a void because the difficult thing is now is newly injured patients are being prioritized so we slip through the cracks 
they weren't able to help us because of covid and now they're having to prioritize people who are just going in so i'm so super super grateful for all of the support the kindness the sharing just people's willingness and you know bless people messaging me saying i've donated sorry it's not much guys please honestly like you don't have to do this you're choosing to do this and i'm so utterly utterly grateful like people are doing what they can and people who can't financially afford to donate have been sharing and you know what that means just as much so yeah i'm just i'm just totally blown away by the kindness of people speaking on the subject of the goodness of humanity one of my friends on instagram who i've never actually even met in person only through instagram took it upon herself to go out look into my injury she managed to find a charity that helps to provide physio scholarships for people with spinal cord injuries and she connected me with them who then went on to give me a scholarship which pays for three lots of two-hour specialist neurological physio sessions and that is the Rupri Spinal Trust and ah, oh, guys I can't tell you how much of a lifeline this has been so after a year over a year after over a whole year of not having anybody look at my physical state because of covid not one single piece of physio or assessment the Price spinal trust funded me to attend a session on friday so i had my very first physio session on friday and you know what i've got a whole new restored hope and faith about the future now and the possibilities for my healing because the function is there and this is something that I learned after working with Andy the incredible physio over at Prime Physio in Cambridge that I've got the potential to improve it's a long journey ahead and I need to know how to do it but it's possible so again there's a whole year that I've lost where I could have been working on improving uh, my mobility and my strength but it is possible so being able to see someone for the first time to have proper eyes on me and say you know this is what's going on just to give me a little bit of an insight yeah i'm totally over the moon totally overwhelmed and just invigorated i've got a new lease of life the future looks a lot brighter than it did this time last week and um yeah it's all down to the goodness and the kindness of people so don't allow the media to fool you there's a lot of good people out there that want to do good for other people too and I don't know about you I like to look for the good in humanity and I'm seeing it in an absolute abundance at the moment so thank you for listening if you would like to check out the GoFundMe I'll put a link in the show notes you can also find my personal page over on Instagram at zoe.e.fox and you'll see a little bit about my journey there. Or you can come along and follow us at The Curl Squad, uh, which is the home of the podcast. So that's at The Curl Squad on Instagram, at The Curl Squad on Facebook and Twitter too. And if you enjoy the podcast and you're using an Apple device, please feel free to go on and give us a five-star rating and review and tell me what you enjoy about the podcast normal service shall resume next week but over the next week why don't you try and notice how many beautiful things you see within humanity how many acts of kindness 
how many smiles, how many kind words. Let's spend a week of looking for the good in humanity and see how that feels. Big love, Carl friend. Catch you next time.